Attention everyone, this is an emergency broadcast. The unpleasant noise you are about to hear coming from your radio is not a mistake. Please do not turn off your radio, but turn up the volume on your receiver as high as it can go so that you can make the sound we broadcast as loud as possible. The monsters will now start attacking Tokyo. You may wish to deny it, but your eyes tell you it's true. Sound. I'll turn up the sound so you can hear the monsters dueling to the deck. Why, hello, and welcome to episode 222 of the Kaiju Cast, a podcast 100% dedicated to Godzilla and all of his rubber suited foes. My name is Kyle, and this is the third episode of December 2017, and our Daikaiju discussion episode for the Danish American monster on the loose picture, Reptilicus. I will be joined in just a few minutes by my cohorts, but I wanted to take a minute just at the top of the show to note that this is not only the final episode of 2017 but also the final discussion episode of the eight-year run of the Daikaiju discussion as a segment. Now, I don't think I've ever actually shared the origin story of the Daikaiju discussions, but basically the very first year of the podcast, a listener from the UK, James, uh, and James, if you're still listening, I hope you like how this all played out. James contacted me, and uh, this was back when I had a lot more time to like actually respond to listeners and stuff like that, when we had way less listeners and stuff. So he suggested that there be some kind of way to get more interaction from the listeners. And I was like, wow, that's a great, great idea, because for a couple of years, I had actually tried to do a couple of things to get back into the kaiju genre, because I know many people already know that I got kind of burned out after Final Wars. So trying to bring myself back into the genre, one of the things I thought about doing is finding a pizza place where a group of Portland-based kaiju fans could get together, watch a movie, eat some pizza, drink some beer, and then discuss it afterwards and talk about the movie and basically start sharing the knowledge like a little club. In Portland, that did not actually work out as planned, But I think in the long run, you will probably agree that it totally did work out because I essentially created that club through the Kaiju cast and the Daikaiju discussion. So thank you again to James for suggesting that I bring something like that into the mix. I think it's been a really fantastic run in the podcast. And honestly, I'm really happy with how the whole thing turned out. And I'm actually very excited to see how the next iteration of this sort of shakes down. Anyway, as usual, we are going to kick things off here with a little bit of music, and I thought, hey, why not play a request from one of our Daikaiju discussion submissions, and that is from Diego. He wants to hear the MST3K Every Country Has a Monster rap performed in this season's revival. Jonah, I'm confused. Yeah, what's your deal? Why don't you shave? What? Yeah, yeah, that too. But I thought giant monsters came from Japan, not Denmark. Well, Asia clearly has the most monster credibility, but there's a beautifully diverse array of global monsters all over the planet. Mm. Explain. Preferably through rap. Oh, all right, if you insist. Reptilicus is silly, but he really illustrates the great array of monsters all over the place. Not just in Japan, but across the planet. An A to Z gamut or gargantuan panoply. Example, please. One name a land. Belize. Oh, geez. Easy peasy. Maze maze. Seeing the Yucatan, you can meet El Cadejo. In Belize, they believe in him. They're not afraid to say so. Scotland. Nessie's living up in a lot. How about Poland? Scary, scary crow named Babai. So, so it's not just Godzilla? Well, duh, crow. There's a lot that could kill you. Hey. Prom. Sorry, crow. Okay. Gross. Joe. Yo, Jonah, how the chorus go. Every country 
has a monster they're afraid of in their nation. Every monster has a country, yeah, station they call their home. Gooter, Gleebing, Glouten, Crobin. What turned the mustard's guts to spaghetti? Was it in Tibet? Yep. I bet he met a Yeti. Australia? Their drop bears will impale ya. Then they'll sell ya hella touristy paraphernalia. Chupacabra's chewing up cattle down in Mexico. Del Geet's horns goren battle in the Navajo. Congo's Congo motto is a mongo flying dino. I know I don't want to die, but when I do, he'll be the guy. Whoa! So, Crow. Servo. Ready to go. Start slow. Cropamon is a monster from Luxembourg. Who's actually the size of Luxembourg. He crushed the whole country of Luxembourg. Because he is the size of Luxembourg. Leprechaun on Milan and Boston Common. Bot's got the hang of it, the song's really kicking. Chickety China, the Chinese chicken. By that I mean Zhu Fang and Peng, hmm. giant Chinese birds, and oh. one of them yeah, yeah, yeah. turns into a fish. Anyway. Gnu's killer shrews in the loop guru, Baba Yaga Jorogumu in the Impundulu. Now you guys realize the surprising size of all the worldwide daikaiju. Every country has a monster. They're afraid of in their nation. Every monster has a country. That's Canada. station they call their home. Tops of the the Swiss. Every country has a monster. They're afraid of in their nation. Every monster has a country. Yeah, we. Once again, class, it is time for our Daikaiju discussion. Every month, the Kaiju cast takes a look at one film from the giant monster landscape and tasks the listeners with submitting their thoughts, questions, and reviews for the following discussion episode. Thanks to an online tool, I have randomly assigned one movie to each month, ensuring that this podcast keeps going for a long, long time. That was actually the original spiel that I wrote for the discussions. Then, after we sort of made it through to the end of the very first list of Daikaiju movies, I asked the listeners out there what they wanted to see. And so for the past year or so, we have been watching these movies that were not originally considered on that list. So there's been a ton of stuff that we've exposed ourselves to, like tonight's movie, which is Reptilicus, which was directed by Sid Pink, who actually wrote Angry Red Planet, which was directed by Ib Melchior who actually co-wrote Reptilicus, and thus the Reptilicus eats its own tail. American International Pictures co-produced this film. It was shot in Denmark with Danish actors speaking English, and that was apparently just after doing their scene in their native tongue. The result was apparently very um, like a Swedish chef kind of Nordic sing-song effect, so AIP decided to redub the dialogue but the voice actors actually had to speak their lines to match up with the cadence of the actor's performance. So that's why these actors sound really weird sometimes in the movie. Apparently, there's a special effects scene that had been cut from the American version where Reptilicus actually flies. You were probably wondering when those tiny little wings were going to come into play. So if you want to, I'll have a link in the show notes where you can check out the deleted scenes on YouTube. This is not a rubber suit, but a rubber puppet and marionette. But there's at least some kaiju-sized destruction happening in Reptilicus. It's a piece of skin. 
like leather. You have been invited here to see for yourselves one of the most amazing events in the annals of scientific history. This is Grayson. All units. Fire at will. Joining me here in the studio, back for the final Daikaiju discussion in at least its first format, we have Rachel Cook. Hi. Gretchen Brooks. Hi. And our long lost compatriot and the very first experiment uh, man in the, in the grand experiment, Martin Fabra, back hey. for the Kaiju cast. Uh, welcome back. Welcome to everybody. Uh, we watched Reptilicus. I think we just at first established that none of you had seen this before, no. and then we quickly yeah. realized that thanks to Mystery Science Theater 3000, yes. you had all seen <laughs> it. Right? Seen oh, it. you hadn't yes. seen it no. yet? Okay. Oh, okay. So Gretchen was the odd odd one out here. So, uh, yes, thanks to Mystery Science Theater 3000's revival earlier this year, which I'll talk about a little bit later in the episode, we got to see Reptilicus all riffed by the new MST3K cast, and I loved it very much. But that's not what we watched tonight. We watched the original uh, without Jonah and the bots. <laughs> and so, uh, well, let's go through first. So, Rachel, before Mystery Science Theater, you had never seen this movie before. That's right. Okay. What's your initial reaction to regular Reptilicus? Oh, man. I... um I I like the Mystery Science Theater one a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> it's understandable. Yeah. It's understandable. Yeah, it's but it, it's it's a fun one. It's just bizarre and there's a lot of bad acting to make fun of. So I dig it. I dig it. It's a good one, but it's yeah. um it's one of those ones to me that's like because there's because all we have to compare it to are like basically the Japanese movies and then mm-hmm. the handful of other kaiju films out there from other countries, it's it just doesn't look favorably <laughs> upon no. Reptilicus, really. Yeah. It really doesn't. Yeah. Uh, Gretchen, so you had never seen the Mystery Science Theater nor this movie before tonight. 
Yeah. Initial reactions? It's really fun. <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> it is. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Oh, it's so bad. Ridiculous. It's not bad, you guys. It's not bad. It's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's it's ridiculous. <laughs> That's what I said before. It's not and bad. Everybody laughed. But not bad. <sighs> I just wanted to say it again. Okay. <laughs> like getting deja vu. I was over trying here. to get your laughs. I was trying to steal your laughs. That's Sorry. all. I don't, uh, where's my laugh track? <laughs> uh, and Martin. Oh, this movie is so bad. Like this is in the so bad it's good category. This yeah. movie is yeah. just yeah. awful. <laughs> it's pretty bad. It's just, it's, yeah. Now, had you seen it before Mystery Science Theater? I can't remember. No, I never yeah. had. No. Nope. Yeah. So I had only seen it one time before Mystery Science Theater 3000. And um, along with some of these other films that we've been watching in these recent months that I had not really seen, I didn't give Reptilicus a fair shake, I would say. I think I put it on. I was like, wow, this is bad. And I just kind of had it on in the background while I did other stuff. Unfortunately, that's like, I got to come up with a good name for that fate that movies have here sometimes at the at the HQ when I'm just like, oh, yeah, I, I've watched that. And then I watch it for real with the Kaiju cast. I'm like, I don't don't remember any of these plot details. From the first time I saw it. Not <laughs> like nice I would say there's a lot of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not like this is a this plot was, heavy plot movie. Heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so character driven. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you know, the, the one the one thing I'll say about it, like initial reaction kind of stuff is as much fun as it is to poke at it and make fun of the movie uh, because of its foibles and its low production quality and the weird looking monster. It's actually this is kind of solid monster movie like your standard monster on the loose movie mm. right mm -hmm. so like i liken this more to uh gorgo and king kong and them than i would daikaiju varan or as i look around this room yamato takeru you know like it's not a kaiju movie like the kaiju movies we like and love in, the, yeah. in this yeah there's lots to love about it. Well, there's some things to love about it. Maybe we should talk about that. Sure. <laughs> so, like, Rachel, you like cute things. Yeah. Did, was Reptilicus cute? Yeah, I think so. In okay. some scenes, I, there were, it was like, oh, I kind of like his little, like, silly hands and little wings. And, and you know, the puppet was kind of fun. And it had, a, you know... The little hands right in front of him. You can't see this, listeners, but, but everybody's sort of like, like got their hands like bunched right, up against yeah. their chest and sort of flopping yeah, them around. Right. It's like involuntary yeah. Yeah, as, as Rachel <laughs> talks about the hands. This is how to describe him. Um, <laughs> Suddenly we all had nipple fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever had nipple fingers on Kaiju Cast Bingo. Circle gets a square. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It is. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, so yeah. what else but, did you love about yeah, this? Yeah, I, I like that there was a lot of scenes of him. Mm -hmm. I, that you got to see a lot of um a lot of the monster in this movie versus um what did okay, what was it we just watched? That I was here for last time, that where you hardly saw the kaiju. Ultra Q. Ultra Q. Yeah, Ultra Q was disappointing because it was like you hardly ever get to see that guy. But this one, you got plenty of monster action. 
Sure. And the regeneration stuff I thought was awesome. Like that whole concept was yeah. We haven't seen problem. I'm, to have. I'm not kidding. I don't think we've seen that enough in giant monster movies. It's a trope. Yeah. But like I, love I it. it's a it's one of those things I love. Godzilla has that aspect about him. You know mm-hmm. that he can regenerate. We just never see him regenerate from a tail. Jeez. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, so Gretchen, what do you uh, think about Reptilicus and its best parts? What did, what's something you loved about this movie? Well, it's had something like a Jabberwocky. Um, let's see. Uh, um, the Jabberwocky is a classic. <laughs> Kaiju. <laughs> um, I love the fashion forward daughters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and there's one girl wears her square dancing outfit and one wears her crazy slept in hairdo i feel like every time they were on screen together you guys both were like yeah oh they're yeah. terrible oh, they're, they're terrible. awful horrendous versions of women Just, <laughs> <laughs> no enough of you rachel no. We have a war to fight now. Right. Oh, oh so but I just want to touch your chest a lot. They're very affectionate. Very yeah. handsy, uh, you say. Handsy. So funny. Yeah. Anyway. Oh uh, well, okay, yeah. These so, are good things about this film. The, the, so the fashion forward <laughs> right. daughters. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, it just, it was super fun to watch. I The plot was easily, you could walk away from it and come back. It wasn't too too much thought put into it that you true, were like, true. you were get lost easily. It wasn't it wasn't uh, twisting and turning no, everywhere. No, no, yeah. Okay, Martin, what did you love about Reptilicus? I loved that uh, this was postponed a weekend for me to be able to join all of you guys <laughs> and be here for this because it was uh, there. Uh, there is no aspect of this movie where I'm where I'm going to be able to say that was really good or you guys did it. like this is it's it is it's a so bad it's good movie. Oh, totally. I I purposely kept my mouth shut on this one because <laughs> I was like no but I'm not because this one already had the MST3K version to it sure, so yeah. I can watch uh, and giggle about it. I you know. I guess it's that someone had the gall to be able to go. Yep, we're doing this. <laughs> we're, we're making yeah. we're making this thing. That that puppet sold me. Like we definitely need to make this movie competitive mm-hmm. with the giant monster genre that's going on. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, that's well, the only Quetzalcoatl puppet out there. <laughs> <laughs> Have you not seen Q the Winged Serpent? Oh, that's right. <laughs> but Literal. he came out later. Sure, yeah. That was oh, inspired by this movie. Somebody <laughs> somebody out there was like, hey, are you going to hey, cover Dutch Q a- the Winged Serpent? And so uh, we had that doesn't fly. Shudder for the month of October. Mm-hmm, yeah. And so I watched Cue the Winged Serpent. Yeah. And I was like, there's no way I'm subjecting the listeners to the, oh, that man. movie. <laughs> and I've asked them to watch some terrible, terrible That's things. That's a really bad one. <laughs> Is it that it's really? It's really bad. Oh, yeah. Wow. Really I'll tell bad. you, I'll tell you a little bit more about why I hate it later. Cause that's, that's off subject. Yeah. So, uh, getting back on topic though. What didn't we like? Oh, wait, no, I need to talk about what I liked about it. Actually, yeah. I thought that my favorite thing about Reptilicus is the design of the monster. And while it's not very mature sure. as a design, right? You don't look at that and go, yeah, yeah, I could see how that would be a real threat. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, there's something kind of very dragony and classic about Reptilicus. He's got yeah. those teeny tiny wings, like those teeny tiny legs. Haku. He's like Haku. He's, yeah. hey, Distant cousin of Manda from Astragon, perhaps? Yeah. 
I don't know. There's something about Reptilicus that I do like in terms of the design. But when they had those shots of him on the seafloor and they were bombing him, while it was very clearly just a prop that they that was in there, I thought it was the way it reacted to the bombs. I could see how they would watch that footage and go, yeah, it, it looks moves. like he's actually kind of in a little bit of pain from these bombs going off now that. They that's sort of the dropped the ball on the rest of it. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> but I really, that that's sort of like my best. I thought that was a sh- literal shining moment is the way that he looked on the, on the sea floor. Really not too much more that I could say that I really loved about Reptilicus. Overall, it's not very impressive, I'd say. Uh, what would you dislike the most about it, Rachel? I was going to say that, um, well, I would say just because it didn't work at all, but it was really funny to watch with everybody else. But the um, the gentleman in the overalls, oh my God. <laughs> the comic relief, right? And his oh man, electrocution scene with the electric eels was very, very confusing. Confusing. It's like, is he like? really supposed to be getting electrocuted right now that's what i kept asking you I like, just, yeah, I that, <laughs> what's really happening so um, actually that that guy um yeah. i don't know if i'm gonna be able to say his name right right because i don't speak um Uh-oh. but dirk hartvig passer mm-hmm. is an actual like celebrated danish actor and uh, I think he's I think he's a comedian. I think okay. so. People think he's funny. So that whole electric eels, which I know like you a- loved. I know you know, love yeah, that right. electric eels. <laughs> <laughs> That wow. got him the Oscar. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, I yeah. just I wanted to let you know that, like, I think uh, he might be somebody over there <laughs> in Denmark. Yeah. What a choice to put him in overalls. Yeah. Man. Solid, Sling good blade. choices. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway, so he was, but he was your least favorite. It, I, no, I, was, I was pretty entertained by him, actually. Um, no, I <laughs> don't fault the man for doing his job. Of women, oh, um, sure. for, for a legitimate thing that's like really bad. That was um, super bad. But, uh, but yeah, there's. I would say, How about the way? I'm sorry, just to go on the portrayal yeah, of women thing. Yeah. How about the way that the the scientist doctor talked about his daughters? Like, oh, oh that young man's going to be very busy. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, what no, was dad. The, what was the woman scientist doing there? She's like, oh, UNESCO has brought me over here because we really like Denmark. Can I have a job here? And then she's nothing more than like date fodder for the general, and then yeah. hanging around, running around yeah. in a dress yeah. and, and heels. She's kind of there just wrong. to back up. Yeah. Whatever yeah. is being said by the dudes, I understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Oof. Um, yeah, that was uh, it. Was entertaining. Thinking of the um, the emotion of the the dragon creature Reptilicus uh, when he gets hit, hit in the throat with the was it, what was it? They oh, the filled that the tranquilizer. Like the medicine the tranquilizer. Yeah. yeah, it had um, nearly a gallon of say, formula. Yeah, nearly, in it, yeah, that's right. Nearly, uh, <laughs> mostly. <laughs> I would say they actually did kind of a good puppet work with making him look like he was gagging. 
Okay. Yeah. Like, oh, I got hit in the throat. I know that's not something negative, but um, but it was just something I was thinking of. But it was kind of like if I was the glass. The, but here it comes, I was right? Reptilicus, it would Are you be upset like, of the gallon conversion? So that they the gallon because conversion. they didn't you know, actually convert. I don't convert. know that it really. Yeah. Denmark is on the metric system. They didn't system. use metric. Yeah. <laughs> they were clearly trying to sell this to an American audience because they yeah. didn't convert. Yeah. And I don't know. You know, I don't know that they did the math right. I don't know. That it was enough. Yeah. Like, yeah, and like almost big, all of the right? explosives were out of it. Right, <laughs> <laughs> most of them. The explosives right, were removed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man, such a, oh. such a wild ride, Reptilicus. <laughs> Gretchen, <laughs> um, I didn't like how we didn't get to see the aftermath of when the thing would vomit on people. Oh yeah, the slime. Like it was like vomiting slime, or maybe some corrosive acid. acid, but yeah. it never. There was no like. Like result of it, there was no aftermath. Like, are they burned corpses, or is it just it's just nothing, like nothing, and they cut away and never come back to it? Wasn't that a uh, video <laughs> like, toaster what? preset? It probably was. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's an early After Effects move. Yeah, yeah I mean, a video wonderful. joke for Martin. <laughs> <laughs> now I wish we had seen that. That's because it. I mean, let's talk about actual movie making just for a second. That's what makes it impactful. That's right. the thing that you need <laughs> yeah. to sell your audience on why that's a bad thing. Right. Like, is it a bad thing that why, it gets vomited yeah. on? Or is mean, it a like, bad it thing that gross? there's a giant monster roaming through your town? Nobody knows because <laughs> all we ever see is just after after the fact rubble and people running. That's it. it. Very <laughs> hurriedly walking. Nobody was really yeah. screaming on screen. on screen. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. Martin. So I, you know, I'm not going to nitpick this thing. Like there's so many flaws and everything to it. (laughs) It, I mean, actually this, this is ridiculous. It's so ridiculous, but somehow these guys kept on just like, we're making this, we're making this thing. This is, we're so selling this thing. Like, (laughs) you know, and, and and maybe that would be the thing that I would harp on about it because I just don't know. I, I, Oh man, there's just like dead spots where they just, it's like nobody knows how to act. No one knows what their lines are. Nobody's cutting around it. I was wondering if that was like dubbing thing. Uh, Like sometimes, you know, like they'll do that dramatic dubbing where it's, they're just trying to follow the mouth movements. Yeah. But I wasn't sure. I think they, I really think they shot this in English. I, I do too. It looked like they and they just English. warbled yeah. as good at English as they could, and then they but just sometimes they it had like in. dub, yeah, yeah. Because I, I think they definitely had some of the same actors doing their lines, yeah. You know, mm. because you had that thick accent, but then you'd have other yeah. people, like the general. That would be hilarious if that was actually that actor's voice. <laughs> Please let it be his voice. <laughs> I just want that man to sound like he's one inch away from my ears at all times. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, so actually, I guess the one thing, I, and I've noticed this on others, and you said sound. Mm. Because there was actually a lot of places in this, and I, I wonder about these films when they're doing them in post. You know, it's like, there's a there's actually stuff going on that is front and center that you are showing me that literally has no sound to right. it whatsoever. Yeah. Like, why, you know, did you run out of time? Did you miss this part? What, what were we doing here? So uh, I often wonder about what happens in the post-production part of that when, when they do that. So 
Probably not a lot of notes being Off passed. Screen, 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 and, they're, screen, and they probably are. They're just like, we got to get this thing out the door. Exactly. Out the door. Yeah, it'd be interesting to know the details on this movie. And I'm sorry to the listeners that like hearing that kind of stuff about these movies when we talk about them. And I'm like, oh, did you know that blah, 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 you know, they spout out all these facts <laughs> about this movie. And I'm sure there probably are some available. And I just was ill-prepared for tonight, but um, this is one of those movies that we are going to get to eventually in the redos for the Daikaiju discussion, whatever we end up calling that when it comes back, and that's where we're going to spend a lot more time looking at why these movies are made, how they were made, etc. Um, for me, this film is just kind of mediocre, and I wonder how it performed in um, in Denmark when it, you know, when it came mm. out, because I can't really see in 1961, based off of what else this was going up against, it just doesn't look so good. It looks so shoddy, you know, and that's, I'm sorry that that's not, it, that's actually a pretty bad dig on these movies because I let a lot of them pass. But overall, the whole general production of this film is just very mediocre, you know? I'd love they to see a, a better version of it. <laughs> like, if someone said we're going to remake Re- Reptilicus, I'd be like, awesome, please <laughs> remake it and make it actually better. Make Reptilicus something that I would be afraid of as opposed to something that is actually kind of laughable on screen. <laughs> um, even though the movie is fun and I love, I love, love, love sitting down with all these people and watching these movies here in the studio because it's uh, clearly... Clearly what's been keeping me going here. (laughs) Uh, So final thoughts. What did you, what is your takeaway here from Reptilicus, Rachel? I'd like to see a Reptilicus uh, baby version. Well, remember Um, the foot. I know. It'd be so cute. (laughs) The foot was in the water. Yeah, the foot was in the water. But was the foot cute? Was the foot foot cute? No, the foot wasn't cute. No. No. No, it was, it was kind of funny that like it was you'd see the tail you know and you know the tail's going to regenerate but then you'd see full reptilicus so you not never got to see the transition phase so the, i'd like, like this the thing version phase yeah <laughs> yeah it's all like ah! head popping out of his tail somehow yeah that's we need a crossover mashup thing yeah, well they start off the frozen work tundra really well yeah uh, i don't they know they were I, a research team i, I suddenly right. was thinking cronenbergian yeah. version of it <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, uh, from rick and morty yeah. <laughs> the cronenbergian version yeah <laughs> I can't. I can't take part in this conversation because I don't watch Rick and Morty. (laughs) Sorry, guys. I'll I'll reel it in. I'm sorry. No, no, you don't have to reel it in. I'm just going to check out. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, what else you got for me? Um, as far as final thoughts on the film. Yeah, final thoughts. Well, it sucks to be little Jackie Paper because getting. That's that a puff the magic really, dragon reference. Really sad, sad compositing. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. <laughs> sad. It's the white man. It's just really I wanna see what happens when you get hit by that green slime. <laughs> and also like the people on the beach when the water it's the, the water line is really high. To the they've gotta, that yeah. are... <laughs> they've gotta use that footage to get people into the theater. You know that that footage had to be in the trailer. <laughs> Even though it was terrible. <laughs> Oh, uh, they just didn't. They looked like they were in front of an old TV. Yeah, you know. Anyway, and then a little kid walking by with a lady in the bathing suit. I'm like, why? What was yeah. the oh. rude? Did you say what your suggestion would be? Would you suggest this to a kaiju newbie? 
Oh gosh. Um <laughs> No, I don't think so. No. I, I I feel like it, I think I feel like this movie is what probably people think kaiju movies are. <laughs> right. Yes. And so it would be like confirming oh. their opinion and it'd be like, <laughs> no, actually there's good ones. I promise. But this one is just No, that's actually so honestly yeah. that is probably the best takeaway you could even say yeah. about yeah. this movie. <laughs> because you're absolutely right. This is when my pet peeves, as people know from listening yeah. to the show, are when people make fun of the rubber, the men in the rubber suits, mm-hmm. but they make fun that that is like on its own, like it's annoying, but yeah. you can't get around it. Yes, they are men in rubber suits. I'm sorry that they're not right. CGI in 1960, but what you're saying about the people bitching about buildings being cardboard like yeah. that's what that's what you see here you know and like bad mm. composite shots yeah it just like everything looks fake slime stuff and just military coming not in even my know. suspension of disbelief is mm-hmm. up to making yeah. this feel like a real event yes yeah. okay good point think i'm see i'm glad i asked you thank yeah. you mm-hmm. okay so sorry gretchen you oh, were no. saying <laughs> <laughs> um no i guess to add to my final thoughts is like if we're gonna do a reboot of this Science would be really important to like <laughs> consider. How yeah. sciencey can we get with because this? Because that whole regeneration thing, like, sorry, <laughs> starting from a tail, no good, no. Come but on. they explained it with they said they gave actual real life examples of other but creatures that do that, they don't re- regenerate their brains. Well, I mean, the ones he used as examples wouldn't really be. Do you think Reptilicus had a brain, though? Come on. I mean, well, he I had, mean, like... Look at him. Nerve clusters, yeah. maybe? Yeah. <laughs> He's like an amoeba, He's essentially. He's a flatworm, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Reptilicus, the brains of a flatworm. Right. <laughs> All right, so... Would I suggest to do it? Would you suggest no. to it? Yeah, no. No kaiju newbie action. <laughs> no. I wouldn't. I don't even know if I would put this in my kaiju, like like box honestly oh okay gotcha yeah no well you have in a suit. you have your own definition of that and that right. i respect that so yeah. martin how about you man what are your final thoughts your takeaways from reptilicus so honestly reptilicus is one of those films where if we were just gonna drink and if you were in a state where certain things were legal and you wanted to just have some fun with your friends and bash on a film this is a great film and you can just have a good time and just be blown away about the absurdity of this thing. I I had a really good time watching this film. It was just ridiculous. I was so happy to be here doing it. I would Mm -hmm. never recommend this to a newbie. (laughs) There's no way for exactly the reason that we talked about, because yeah, this, this sets like this, this bar is so low. It's a tripping hazard. It's just, (laughs) (laughs) yes, no, I, I agree with all of those points. You know what I mean? This movie is what it is. I'm sure people love it. I'm sure people love it. I'm sure there's people out there listening to this and be like, how could you not love Reptilicus? I, Sorry. I loved it, but I didn't love it. You know, like I love it, yeah. but I know it's a, a extremely flawed piece of film. And, you know, I was so happy that Mystery Science Theater grabbed oh, onto yeah. this one. I had my own ideas for Mystery Science Theater, knew, knowing that they were going to come back. I was like, ooh. Because my, okay, yes, my cousin's on the show. So I was totally like, hey, if you guys want some suggestions for giant monster movies, X from Outer Space, Gappa, those two movies would be perfect for you. 
But uh, he didn't need my suggestions because they had already chosen Yongari from Korea and Reptilicus from Denmark. And that's what they used for their their opening. Their, what what their was the other movie. one they did? Because they, they did like a giant Tyrannosaurus in the West. Yeah, they did actually quite a quite a lot was, of monster yeah. movies because there was the um, good Lord, you're. You're asking me to repeat things. Hang on. I'm actually going to remember, remember this. I don't remember the name they of that one. The Beast like from movies. Devil mm. Mountain or something yeah, like that. Something Devil's like that, Canyon. Yeah. Something like that. They didn't do any of the Gamera movies for the new stuff. We're just talking no. about the new oh, ones. Oh, you're yeah. talking about yeah. the new ones. Gotcha. Okay. For the new ones, they had Reptilicus and mm-hmm. Yungari, which are clearly kaiju yeah. films, even though one of them doesn't meet Gretchen's uh, uh I feel like Reptilicus is a monster film. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I, I agree with that too. I mean, this is why Reptilicus was not on the original list of uh. Daikaiju discussions. But then they also did the movie Martin's talking about where it's these guys like finding a Tyrannosaurus, yeah, kind of like the uh, kind of like the Valley of Guanji, but definitely yeah. not <laughs> that movie. But they also did um, Journey, not Journey to the Center of the Earth, but I think it's called At the Earth's Core. Which, oh, the one where they tunneled in. That yeah, one? yeah. And that has some. That definitely has some kaiju action in it. Definitely yeah. men in the, suits. The but giant man, bat woo, things those or whatever dinosaur things were terrible. No. Oh yeah, they were. Di- they they like were bat things heads. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, was so bad. bad. Anyway, so yeah, they they really brought in the monsters with with Mystery Science Theater three thousand mm-hmm. this year. But um, anyway, we're gonna go ahead and move along. Uh, yeah, overall, I would not suggest this to a newbie. It is what it is. If you're a completist and you want to see. All the kaiju movies. Or, hey, if you just want to see what other countries have done to try and make their own kaiju film, this is where you would go, I guess. Uh, this one and Gorgo and The Host and Yongari and, you know, there's a bunch of them out there. There's just way more of them from Japan. I would not suggest this to a kaiju newbie. I would only suggest it to a completist. And having said that, uh, we did get some homework in from the listeners. Here's oh. how that went. Mike Keller asks if a cinematic line of dialogue more drenched in pathos has ever been uttered than 14 of my best cows. He certainly found it pathetic. It had been a while since Mike had last seen Reptilicus. Again, he was moved to scour the used VHS market for this screening, and he found himself wondering if he would like the movie more if the monster didn't suck so hard. And indeed, the monster sucks to the extent that six-year-old Mike, who thought Showa Yongari looked cool, found himself disappointed. Reptilicus looks suspiciously like the rubber snake and the Chinese dragon toys that Mike bought from the Six Flags gift shop in his younger years and serves the purpose of making Manda look pretty impressive by comparison. Manda at least had some good shots in his two movies. Reptilicus pretty much had none in his singular film. But getting back to the topic, no, Mike found that the film was crap before the monster even showed up. Even taking the era in which this was made into consideration, he found it offensive in its depiction of women, and perhaps even degrading to blondes. Two ladies are shown to be giddy, boy-crazy, schoolgirl-level twits, and the one career woman doesn't get to do anything but be complimented on her attractiveness and chauffeur one of the more hysterical girls to the hospital because the men are having more important things to do. Still, perhaps the film would be more tolerable with a better creature. Mike wonders about some of the characters. What is up with Sven? He was just a hired yokel drilling copper, and then he's practically part of the military, to the extent that he's driving General Grayson around during the battle. Speaking of which, what the heck is Grayson's problem? He has such a pissy attitude about being sent to Denmark, until there's an excuse for the movie to stop and turn into a brief travelogue of Copenhagen. But back to Sven, 
Mike discovered that he was portrayed by Danish actor Bent Meding, who has since become well-renowned in films and such television shows as A Royal Affair, Brothers, and Italian for Beginners. Mike would like to know if Reptilicus ever comes up in interviews. He's also aware that the film was shot in Danish and then in English, sometimes with actors' parts changed. Oh, interesting. I did not know that. As opposed to being shot in Danish and then dubbed, Mike has actually seen footage of the Danish version that was not translated into the American cut, such as one scene of the monster flying, which, as I said earlier, we'll include a link to in the show notes, and one character, Peterson, singing a song about dinosaurs to schoolchildren. Mike swears that he has memories of seeing an English-language version of the Peterson song when the film was once shown on television. Other things that caught Mike's attention were the Holly Hobby outfits worn by the farming family Reptilicus attacks, the inept cartoon victim going into the monster's throat, which was still better animated than the monster itself, and the lingering question, how is Reptilicus defeated now? Mike was under the impression that he was merely hit with a sedative, Finally, Mike has remembrances of footage from Reptilicus showing up every so often on the Monkees TV show. Somebody would open a door and Reptilicus would be destroying Copenhagen on the other side. Then they'd quickly close the door. Uh, okay, so the painful stuff is out of the way. Mike is ready for Kyle to start assigning good movies again. Steven notes, Ah, Reptilicus. While sporting a cool name, it exponentially is one of the absolute worst kaiju films ever. He tried to enjoy it, even on a so-bad-it's-good level, and found himself in genuine pain after viewing it again for this homework discussion. Even watching it via Mystery Science Theater 3000 does not salve the piercing agony that is this film. So, viewer beware, do not let the cool-sounding name of this movie lull you into its slimy web of pain and boredom. After viewing this, Stephen had to take two Godzilla movies and call his doctor the next morning. Adam says that when it comes to movies, there are fine, high-quality films and bad, mediocre films. But somewhere in between oozes this cheesy movie, a movie so bad that it's actually quite enjoyable. Somehow, in spite of all the cheap special effects, awful dialogue, and terrible acting, a movie will take itself seriously enough to be a fun ride. Reptilicus is definitely such a movie. What's interesting is that its plot, although often called a ripoff of Godzilla, is actually fairly novel. A drill team drills up several bloody chunks of meat, which turn out to be a tail, which is then exposed to the atmosphere, which then starts to regenerate its old body. Now, usually, it has to be a living reptile that regenerates a severed thumb. Here, it's the other way around, and this makes for both some effective sequences when the tail is growing in a nutrient bath. The beginning is also great, too, when one driller exclaims, It's blood! The first half of the movie is done for a low-budget American international picture. The dialogue is stupid, but the musical score and some surprisingly fair acting help create a feeling of unease. And although the Danish actors are dubbed, it's hardly noticeable. The cinematography is also excellent, too good for this film, in fact. The use of stock footage is also handled well. The movie starts to fall apart when the monster shows its ugly mug. Reptilicus is a ridiculous piece of work, an unmoving snake puppet with a single unchanging roar heralding its every appearance. The acid slime effect is just the entire screen covered with goo, repeated over and over again. Reptilicus himself is actually a very cool-looking monster and would make a good model kit. Still, this movie is pure fun. Weapon after weapon fails, buildings are crushed, soldiers scream and are eaten like popcorn. General Grayson intensely wipes the sweat from his bow and paces the war room while the scientists desperately try to find a way to stop the rampage. The monster is finally vanquished, or is he? Reptilicus is certainly not for all tastes, but should be seen at least once by all true monster and B-movie fans. 
Michael Deke thinks Reptilicus is one of those movies where you don't know whether to love it, hate it, or both. It seems appropriate to make a giant monster movie made by a country that has suffered a lot during World War II, but this opportunity to make something memorable was lost completely. Michael thought the suspense in the beginning was pretty well done with the ominous musical cues, as well as the bloody tales slowly regenerating after being exposed to room temperature. On a side note, how did Reptilicus not fully generate when it was initially uncovered? However, the forgettable cast makes the slow buildup less intense. As for the monster itself, Reptilicus's face looks impressive with its row of fangs, and overall, the body looks like a tetrapotophus, a four-limbed Cretaceous snake. Unfortunately, the puppet itself shows that it's very limited when it comes to movements. Compare that to Toho's Manda puppet, which could wrap itself around miniatures and move around pretty nicely in Atragon and destroy all monsters respectively. Not to mention that the flying effects in the Danish version and the acid-spitting effects in the US version are both terribly done, even by 1960s practical effects standards. The song in the Danish version was sung by Peterson, along with children's accompaniment. It was even more annoying than most of the songs featured in Godzilla films of the late 60s and early 70s. There's even a lyric that translates to, Those who see my ticulus will have a fright. Michael just hopes that doesn't mean a lizard of a different sort. The ending was also pretty good as it reminded Michael of Shin Godzilla, in the sense that the military has to immobilize the monster to find a way to kill it. Like in Shin Godzilla, there never seems to be a definitive way to kill Reptilicus, and the ominous shot of the severed foot at the bottom of the ocean also calls GMK to mind. Despite a good build-up and ending, Reptilicus suffers from poor character development and a forgettable monster, which gives it 2 out of 5 stars. And lastly, Diego enjoyed the film Reptilicus twice. He watched the original and then the MST3K version a day apart. He tends to give a country a break on their first attempt at a giant monster film, then there is a lot of good to go with the rough patches. Those rough patches include the rotoscope-slash-stop-action animated man being eaten, the green acid slime attack, which simply lacked punch. I mean, if done with CGI today, the face meltings would surely be shown in extreme close-up. Then that tour of the city went on for a bit too long, though that would have been the prime fodder for the MST3K crew if time allowed. In no way was that a gallon of poison. And those visual changes in the film stock when the monster was on screen were super noticeable. There was some good points too. The panic at the drawbridge, Diego's favorite scene. Using a kid's picture book to identify the monster with a caveman in the drawing. Effectively using stock footage. And the science versus military standoff was done quite well. Additionally, Sven's hair seems to be nearly as sturdy as Reptilicus's hide. All in all, though, there are definitely a lot worse ways to spend 90 minutes. Three out of five Meganulons. All right, and there you have it. We have our final sort of original format version of the Daikaiju discussion with Reptilicus. Thank you to everybody who submitted your homework, and thanks to these guys for coming out to be part of this episode. Uh, you are probably wondering, this is normally what I would say, you're probably wondering what we're watching next month for the Kaiju Cast Daikaiju discussion. What we're going to be doing is, uh, it's a sort of special, I never came up with a name for it, but a special extension of the Daikaiju discussion where because we've covered so many movies over so many years and because some of you listeners have jumped on board really recently, I asked on the Facebook page what people wanted us to sort of revisit and we got a bunch of great suggestions and uh, I took those suggestions and I talked it over with my Kaiju cast compatriots here and we 
whittled it down to several movies. Now, originally, I thought we were going to actually need 12 movies, but then after I thought about it, we're going to need to do a Daikaiju discussion for the Godzilla anime, Monster Planet. We're going to need to do a Daikaiju discussion for Pacific Rim Uprising, which is coming out next year. And supposedly, we are going to be... Oh, shoot. We're not going to be getting that, are we? The Godzilla movie. That's 2019. Still, is it 19 in, now? I thought it was, wasn't was sure still. Is I, think it, it's, I think it's 2019. Oh, they pushed it forward? Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, uh, Rampage. <laughs> okay. We will do a kaiju. <laughs> we will do a daikaiju oh discussion for Rampage. Oh my! Cool. You don't have to be part of it if you want. Don't want to. <laughs> I it's, love the video game. It's the deal is it's going to be stupid fun. Yeah. So like, I, don't. Awesome. I'm not going to be taking it seriously at all. Anyway. Yes. So I think ha- the Rock is a very attractive man. So. He is. <laughs> So I would, I would watch it for that. Sure, okay. I'll, I'll cool. pull that card. I, I like it. I like it. And you're invited. <laughs> okay, so here is what we're doing. And I'm not going to post the order of these just yet because I'm still not sure. But this is, uh, I'm still not sure how I want this to go. But these are the movies we're going to be covering in 2018. In addition to Rampage. Pacific Rim Uprising, and Godzilla Monster Planet. We will be watching for the Daikaiju discussions, Mothra from 1961, Matango from 1963, one of the three Daimajin films. Did we determine uh, the third one? Yes, we determined the third one where Daimajin is in the snow. I believe that's called Wrath of Daimajin, but don't quote me on that just yet. I'll have all the details up on the website later. We'll be watching Godzilla vs. the Smog Monster, or Godzilla vs. Hedra, Godzilla vs. Gigan, and Terror of Mechagodzilla, Godzilla vs. Biollante, which was a big, big, like, people really wanted to get involved with that one. We will be watching Godzilla Final Wars. You are all welcome in advance (laughs) for that. And we're going to be watching Gamera 2 Advent of Legion, which I'm super psyched about. Love that movie. So there you go. That's going to basically flesh out our entire 2018. And when we come back in 2019 with a complete new format, the Daikaiju discussion will actually might even be called something different at that point. We're going to do, like I've talked about previously, absolute chronological order actually starting from King Kong. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, but that's also when we start our 10th anniversary of the Kaiju cast. I'm psyched. Yeah. We are not going to be covering any uh, news this episode, but I did want to bring up one kind of newsy item. Last episode, Matt Frank and I talked about a Kickstarter campaign being produced by Daisuke Sato and mm. Keizo Murase for The Howl from Beyond the Fog. Man. And they made their funding. So I'm super oh, excited cool. about that. I hope we had something to do with that. That would be really cool. And as I said before, hopefully we could actually get Daisuke Sato and Keizo Murase on the podcast to talk about this film when it is ready. Now, instead of talking about more news, this is the last month of the year. This is the last Kaiju cast of 2017. I thought, what better way to celebrate this year than to talk about some of the highlights for both the podcast and the Kaiju cast community and just Godzilla fans everywhere. What were some of you guys' favorite moments, monster moments of 2017? And if you need some help thinking, I've got a ton of suggestions right in front of me. (laughs) Women in Kaiju history. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. That's when I joined the cast for real. That that was when you sort of joined the cast for real. So that's kind of like two new members this year. Gretchen and Clancy both kind of joined the Kaiju cast this year. This year itself was an awesome year for the Kaiju cast. We hit episode 200. 
Cool. I got to interview Shinji Higuchi, who I have wanted to talk to for ages. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mizuho Yoshida, who played the GMK Godzilla, was mm-hmm. on the podcast twice this year. Wow. Yeah. Ed and Steve who have been on the mm-hmm. show before, finally got their book released. This is more, we're migrating into general kaiju awesomeness. And they both came here, and they were both on the show. It was awesome to have them here in person. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, yeah. Speaking with Yuji and Michi of M1 Toys, that was amazing. And then you, there's interviews you guys haven't even heard yet, because I talked to Ryuki Kiraoka, Bin Furuya, Yuji Kaida, Michiro Oshima, and Keita Amemia. All of those people I talked to this year, and they'll be in later episodes in 2018. I cannot not talk about the fanvasion that happened in January of this year. I had such an awesome time with the seven people, uh, the seven party crew that we had. So me and Tiger, Clancy, Jessica, uh, Canadian James... AKA CJ, uh, James from South Carolina, AKA the mayor of dinosaurs <laughs> and Mike Weber. Oh, my gosh, am I forgetting people? I'm like visualizing these people around the room. I think that's everybody that said Jessica Cholls. I think yeah. I did. Okay. So yeah, that was amazing. Uh, we're definitely going to be doing another fan invasion in 2019. So keep listening for that information. <laughs> saving money. Right. Start right. saving. It's not that that's not that expensive to go with me. You just have to pay for your flight, pay for your hotel, and pay for all your stuff. So it's like my fee is not not very much at all. Anyway, uh what else did the Kaiju cast do? G Fest, of course. Um Japan World Heroes was a blast. I went to Monster Palooza with Jeff and Clancy. Mm. You want to go next year, right? I'm going next year. Yeah, so I'm maybe uh, Rachel. I might. You should it go. It's tricky. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but we'll see. So, listeners in California, don't get your hopes up for Rachel. I know. Uh, well, anyway, <laughs> maybe. also another thing cool for kaiju fans, at least me. New Mystery Science Theater came out this year, <laughs> yeah. right? That was awesome. I was like great. had so much fun. I watched the entire series like the first like week it was out, and then I've even rewatched some of them. And of course, like I talked about earlier, they had two Godzilla or two kaiju films, Reptilicus and Yongari. And of course, you know, <clears throat> my cousin's crow. It's cool. I name drop. It's all good. <laughs> uh, how about this? For local Portlanders, we saw Ultraman X and Ultraman Ginga movies in the theater. I was going to say that was a kaiju highlight. Yep. We saw Quidon in the yeah. theater. We saw Mothra in the theater. Mm-hmm. We saw Colossal in the theater. Yeah, we did. And Kong Skull Island in the theater. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, more cool stuff that came out that happened this year. Highlights, I would say. The new Godzilla anime. You yeah. know? If Who knows what it looks it. like? Netflix. We're still waiting. Uh, <laughs> Shin Godzilla came out on Blu-ray. And we did that cool beautiful. giveaway. Bandai started making new sculpts again. So they did the War of the Gargantua's brothers, Gyra and Sanda, and Frankenstein's on its way. Legendary picked up speed with their MonsterVerse stuff, uh, including lots of stuff about Godzilla 2 and naming Adam Wingard as the director of King Kong vs. Godzilla. Uh, they finished principal photography on Godzilla 2. It's now in post-production. The official Godzilla store, a permanent physical location, opened in Japan. Mm, I feel like for see. every single one of these, I'm going to have to do like a crowd cheering <laughs> thing. <laughs> uh, Megumi Odaka. This is actually big news for kaiju fans, uh, whether they know it or not. Megumi Odaka, who played 
Miki Segusa in the Heisei era, right? Mm-hmm. She's like mm-hmm. sort of the psychic chick with the big ears. She came back to the States after a really long time of not being a guest for any shows. So that's like big news. She's going to be at G-Fest this year. Awesome. Man, I want to go to G-Fest. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, you got to talk about the highlights. You got to talk about the down points. Uh, we lost some people this year. Mm. The director of Smog Monster, Yoshimitsu Bano, died in 2017, along with the original Godzilla actor, Mr. Godzilla himself, Haruo Nakajima. Mm. Uh, Yoshio Tsuchiya died. Devastated me, honestly. That's really tough. Um, and then also, a uh, name we didn't even talk about on the podcast, so I feel bad about it, but this is his tribute. Chikara Riki Hashimoto, who played... Daimajin died this year, too. So, uh, moment of silence for those guys. You guys, thank you so much for coming to this final episode of 2017. Yeah, thank you. No, Martin, thank you. (laughs) I'm really glad to be here. No, I'm really really glad you were here. The idea of you not being here for the final episode of the Daikaiju discussion... When you were part of the very first one and you've been part of this whole, like, what we call the grand experiment, <laughs> you know, I, it was really fitting. And when you asked to, you know, if we could reschedule it, there was no, no hesitation in my brain about doing it. I was like, definitely, as long as you show up, you're definitely clear for rescheduling this. <laughs> and this was, and this was like that, you know, I've, I've, I've been gone for months and, and this was the one thing I was like, all right, Jen, my wife. We haven't been around each other in three and a half months, but I'm going to Kaiju Cast on a Saturday night. <laughs> I hope that's you. okay. And we only have one car right now, so I'm afraid I'm going to need to take that. <laughs> and she was she was really good about it. Um, and I wanted to put one more plug in there on sure, the positive yeah, yeah. things of 2017 because I got to hang out with uh, Keith Foster who does Kadoja at yeah. New York City Comic Con. Oh, I right. Love, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Kadoja. Uh, the booth was great. Keith is great. Uh, and, you know, if you guys haven't checked out Kadoja, check it out. Um, and I think there's more great stuff from them coming. So, yeah, I just I can't plug that enough. Wow. There you go, Keith. I'm just so <laughs> jaded now. Keith and I have hung out so much that he's I'm really like, fun. I don't need to promote his he's just, crap anymore. Yeah, he's just a burger <laughs> delivery no, K- human Kadoja's freak. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious yes because every time i go down to la yeah uh, he takes me to uh not killer burger that's what we have up Grill here all. Yeah, Grill yeah. All. we oh did the God, same thing so when i was good. there yeah that's hilarious yeah actually it was funny because keith and i actually saw each other more times this year than we have any other year yeah i want to say it was five times we hung yeah. out this year so nice I mean, watch out, everybody. <laughs> Five-time hangout award. <laughs> but that does not exist. Uh, anyway. Not yet. Uh, yeah, not yet. We're going to go ahead and wrap this episode up and then wrap up the entire year. I hope everybody out there listening has an amazing holiday, uh, great Christmas, and uh, and has a, an incredible new year. We'll be yeah. back in 2000. Yeah. 18 for more awesomeness. All that awesomeness you heard me just sort of highlight right there. I'm expecting just as much cool stuff in 2018. Having said that, make sure you point your web browser to kaijucast.com to see what we are all about. Every episode is on there. The Daikaiju discussion schedule will be updated on the website. And uh, you can also find all our social media stuff on there. Links to Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, etc., 
please do subscribe to the KaijuCast if you don't already using your favorite podcatcher. And while you're at it, if you haven't written us like some really awesome glowing review, get on that. Because <laughs> only the best listeners write reviews. Am I right? People who have written reviews, you guys are awesome. We're going to go ahead and close out the show with a Godzilla Christmas song, actually. Oh, yeah? Uh, and not, <laughs> not the one that we've played in previous Christmas episodes. Mike Keller sent me a song from The Towels called Godzilla Christmas. So we're going to we're going to finish the episode with that. Finish 2017 with this amazing song. And we'll see you next year. Jamata.
Godzilla, who emerged from Tokyo Harbor earlier this morning and is now believed to be heading for the North Pole. 